That is amazing, amazing, amazing. It's amazing. So amazing. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know why I just sang Kanye West. First, I'm gonna bang her like Glass Hannibal's playing. Hey, how you guys doing? We're back. Rescribed is back. I don't know why I grabbed this bottle of melatonin, but yes, we're back. Oh my god, it's been so long. Actually, I want to check. When was the last time I did rescribed? Two months ago. July 19th. That was a little bit after the SAG strike. About less than a month after the writer strike. So if you don't know, I didn't put I didn't upload this to um the podcast stuff, the Spotify, Apple Music and all that. I didn't upload it. But I tried to do Black Swan rescribed a while ago. And I felt like shit for doing it because I don't want to just do that while the writers are having their issues. They're getting fucked over. I don't want to do that. I don't want to fuck them over. I don't want to read their work. Especially just reading it here for everyone to see. No, I had respect for them and I wanted to wait. Now the strike is over. They got some good stuff. Let's see. I want since we're here, let's let's take a let's take a look. Take a look. Take a look at the contract. Take a look at the contract. And also get get us reacquainted with rescribed because I completely forgot everything. Here is rescribed. Black Swan coming soon. But let's take a look at this. Just just a brief look. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Minimums increases. That's very, very good. This also extends to 2026. So. September 25th to May 1st, 2026. Okay. Okay. Health and pension, good. Um... Uh, AI, big one. AI is the big one because they were gonna fuck over the writers. One second. I had to grab some water. AI cannot write, rewrite literary material. Very good. They're not forcing that shit. Companies must disclose to the writer if any given materials have been generated by AI. Do not do that shit. All right. Writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services. Can you fuck off out there, you goddamn idiot. Alright. WGA reserves the right to assert exploitation of writers' materials to train AI is prohibited by MBK and other law. Good. Because I saw some fucking asshole um screenwriting competitions that said, Hey, send in your script so we can judge it. We're gonna use it as AI. We're gonna teach the AI how to write. Like, oh, fuck you. Improved terms for screenwriter employment. That is a great one. Guaranteed second step. Very good. Accelerated payment structure of flat deals. 
streaming features another big one big reason why they were on strike when a feature link project is made for stream with a budget of 30 million or more minimum initial compensation for story and teleplay is a hundred thousand dollars an 18 percent increase from the current rate very good holy shit they got fucked over bad Thank God they get paid the proper amount now. Still not not the best, but thank God they're finally, finally getting paid a good amount. I I don't know what the what it is for um, residuals. Oh, right there, increase foreign streamer residuals. I don't see anything else about residuals. Now based on a service streaming services number of foreign subscribers or the service available globally amounting a 76% increase including 2.5% percent base increase. Thank you fucking dickhead viewership based streaming bonus new residual based on viewership. Because that's, that's how they were getting away with it before. They were just lying and saying whatever the fuck they can. They weren't this, They weren't actually saying the correct viewership. And they were just doing whatever. Like, eh, hey, this, this made this. And here, have this. And then it will come out later and say, oh, we did great numbers for this. Like, oh, fucking assholes. Oh, fuck you. Terms of employment increased a lot. Very good. That is another issue. All right. So the big thing about streaming. TV shows are now like eight episodes, 10 episodes compared to like the 24 episodes. So a lot less time for writers and they're contracted. So they can't move on to other stuff. Especially when there are so many other shows, so many writers. They're like, hey, you can't take this job because you're working on this and so you gotta wait. You gotta make sure everything's all good with you, you're under contract, blah blah blah. Now you're guaranteed. In terms of employment, that's very good, very good. Um Anything we need to really talk about? Increased number of episodes on new Mave broadcast series get a single free promotional run from two to three. But with the number of episodes capped at no more than 25% of the season. Now that I don't really, really understand. I assume you just talk about how many new episodes they can add to it after the um, already discussed contract. So if there's like an eight episode show and they want to add more, like, hey, we got the green light. We can add a few more episodes. You can't go over 25%. You get a an extra one. 
just in case like a pilot I believe. But again, I'm not too sure. This is not me. I don't do this. I'm not part of the WGA yet. I say yet. I say hopefully. But that is my interpretation. Remember guys, stay hydrated. Now we've discussed a lot. We talked a lot. We talked a lot. I discuss the new terms of the WGA. So there you go. Now you're caught up to speed. Now guys, it is time to get into Black Swan. This is one of my favorites. Yes, one of my favorite films. There's been a lot of comparisons to my favorite film of all time. Flash. It both came out around the same time. Well, not really. 2010 and then 2014. But still, very similar. Oh my god, I, I nearly forgot. We have a playlist for this. Might as well play that. And so long. But I'm happy to finally get back into it. So, let's discuss Story Scribed. The last time I did an episode was The Social Network. And I came to the realization we need to shorten this a bit. So, no more than seven scenes. What did I say? What are seven scenes? Possibly full reads of the script. And then uh, I'll try to edit it down to one to two hours. And of course, we're going to show a scene and compare it. And this one is actually really difficult because there are like, quite a few scenes I want to show. So, the guaranteed sheet, the, the sorry, the guaranteed scenes we're going to show, we're going to read are the beginning and the end. Yeah, let's see what else we're going to read. Let's get in to Black Swan, starring the wonderful Natalie Portman. She is amazing. I I love I love her. She is great in almost everything. One of the earliest things I remember seeing her in was Leon the Professional. Holy shit, she was great at that age. Like what? Then she grew up and made some. Amazing films, including this, which earned her that Best Actress award at the Oscars in 2011. So really good for her. Of course, Darren Aronofsky, director, fantastic director, has done many, many great films, many visceral films like this. See how this compares to his other classics, such as Reckoning for a Dream, Mother, even his recent one, The Whale, which earned uh, Brandon Fraser an Oscar. I don't know, maybe we'll do The Whale. This is recorded September 29th, so we're, we're right there, real close to Halloween. Expect a few more to come out very soon. 
But let's get into Black Swan. Written by Mark Heyman, John McLaughlin, and Andres Haynes. This is the shooting draft script, so alright, let's go. Spotlight slices black space, and its beam, a dancer in a white dress materializes. She is fair-skinned, beautiful and pure. She twirls on a pointy, a smile on her face, light as air and carefree. Suddenly, her face grows worried, sensing someone's watching. Scared, she peers into the darkness. She moves now, looking, growing more frantic. But she can't see anything. She pauses, relaxes, venting herself. It was just her imagination. Then a sinister man emerges from the dark. Behind her, she stumbles backwards, frightened. She tries to escape, twirling away, but he pursues. He flings his open hand towards her, casting a spell. He wants to scream, but nothing comes out. She looks at her body, sensing something happening to her. Something terrifying. She spins, panicking, clawing at her body with her hands, trying to stop it, but it's too late. She turns, she morphs to the white swan, the iconic protagonist of Swan Lake. In the darkness, a pair of eyes emerges. They belong to Nina. Same dancer, she lies awake in bed, thinking about her dream. The door opens, throwing a light on her face. Nina looks toward the door and smiles softly at whoever opened it. Nina sits up, hangs her bare feet off the side of the bed. Like all ballerinas, she's beautiful and her feet are atrocious. Covered in corns, broken blisters, and bunions. Ugh. She arches them, doing her first extensions of the day. In the middle of her audition, Nina dances. Oh, that's variation from Act 2 of the ballet. A frightened look on her face. Although her movement is incredibly precise, there's a definite vulnerability. Exactly as the white swan should be. Fear tinged with melancholy. Brennan waves his arm at the piano player. The music and Nina stopped abruptly. He approaches her, and when he gets close, taps her on the sternum with two of his fingers. So, Nina, would you like to be the Swan Queen? If you want me to be. What kind of answer is that? You know I would. I do? He leans in, talks softly, and the other girls can't hear. Well, that was brilliant. If I was just casting a white swan, she'd be yours. You can't help but smile. Flattered. <laughs> he pulls away from her. But there's also the black swan. Darker. Lustful. The temptress. Can you do that? She nods. He turns to the piano player. Maestro. Ores Coda. The piano player rivals through the songbook. Show me your black swan, Nina. Nervous, she glances over at Veronica and Galena, who anxiously wait their turn. 
It takes a few breaths and looks toward the piano player and nods. The music begins. Nina dances a few steps, then launches to the most difficult, famous part of Swan Lake, the Black Swan's Coda. Consists of 32 consecutive falsett spins. Not so controlled, let it out. The music builds in intensity. She pushes herself into the next turn. Seduce us! Not just the prince, but the court, the audience, the entire fucking world. The fouettes are like spiders spinning her web. Come on! Explode! This isn't a school play. It isn't church. No, no. He runs his hand through his hair. Frustrated. Look of worry spreads across Nina's face. No, she's blowing it. The door clangs open, throws Nina's focus completely. He stumbles. Several spins short, finishing. The new girl marches into the room. Good of you to join us. Sorry. Girls, this is Lily. Straight off the plane from San Francisco. She's filling Rebecca's old spot. Lily gives a small wave. Nina eyes her with scorn as she catches her breath. Go on. Get warmed up. We haven't got all day. I'm good. Lily starts stripping off her layers, revealing her lithe body. On her back, two dark wing tattoos. Should I go again? I've seen enough. Thank you, Nina. Looks down, getting his meaning. Okay, Veronica, your turn. The White Swan's variation. Furious, Nina marches out of the room. The door to the practice room closes behind her. Nina paces back and forth, losing it. Music begins playing. She glances back through the glass window, sees Veronica spinning, a smile on her face. It's Veronica, good, good. His face tenses. She hears voices of dancers approaching. Follows her anger, anger and she clips down the hall, desperate to leave. Nina waits anxiously outside Brennan's office. Losing her resolve, she hears someone approach. Looks up and sees Brennan coming down the hall. She puts on a nervous smile. He doesn't reciprocate. Yes, Nina? You have a minute. He doesn't answer. Just opens the door to his office and walks in. Come in. Takes a breath and then follows. Nina closes the door and faces the cozy darkness. Large couch, posters from the ballet on the wall, several featuring Beth. Brennan lights a cigarette. Quietly studying her. Not making it easy. He takes a drag and exhales. Now is not a good time. It's fine. What is it? Just wanted to tell you I practiced the quotas last night and I did it. How thrilling for you. Well. Okay, Nina, listen. I honestly don't care about your technique. You should know that by now. Yes, but uh, anyway, I've already chosen Veronica, so. Lifts his hand in the air. There you go. I see. I know I said I'd feature you more. What did I do wrong? Nothing. You can never do anything wrong. 
which is why I'm making you a big swan. Congratulations. Sorry, I shouldn't have come. She makes a move towards the door. That's it? You're not gonna try to change my mind? This is a little, little uneasy, so. Yeah. And this is, unfortunately, things, the way things were going. Probably still are, unfortunately. I don't, I, I hope not. Vernon nonchalantly. Oh, she looks back at him, uncertain. Vernon nonchalantly stubs out his cigarette. You must have thought it was possible coming to find me like this. She shakes her head. Give up so easily. What a sad way to live a life. Betrayal. He pauses, looks her up and down as if trying to decipher her. Why did you come why did you come today? Hold the hold up. For just a split second it looks like she might run out of the room, but she gathers herself. Come to ask you to give me the part. Why should I give it to you? He shrugs. He comes around his desk and approaches her. Truth is, when I look at you, all I see is the white swan. Yes, you're beautiful, restrained, glacial. Perfect casting, but the black swan is a hard fucking job to do to dance both. I know. I don't want a prim little schoolgirl pretending to be sexy. Be distasteful, don't you think? I could be the black swan too. Really? She's a risk taker. In four years, I've never once seen you take any risk. You're dancing or otherwise. Never had the chance. And you'd like one now? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Without warning, he walks forward and slowly plants a kiss on her mouth. Lasts for a moment, but he suddenly jerks away. Oh, fuck. Touches his lips, stunned. Bit me. He's too scared to respond. I can't believe it. I'm fucking hurt. Goes to the mirror to check for damage. He glances back at Nina. Sorry. He quickly leaves. Shell shock. The company stretch and go through their usual warm-up routine. Attention in the air. The casting decision still uncertain. Nina touches her lips, thinking about the encounter. And looks over at Veronica, knowing the good news in store. Veronica notices. Nina looks away. What? Nina shakes her head. Sudden energy sweeps the room. She hears the sound. Shuffling feet, whispering, It's up! She just posted it. Come on. The dancers start exiting into the hallway. Veronica turns to follow. Veronica? Veronica turns around. It's hard, but Nina decides to be a good loser. Congratulations. Nina subtly glances at the exiting girls and Veronica merely gets it. She excitedly pushes through the crowd of girls, wanting to see for herself, knowing the outcome already. Nina continues stretching and deserted space, resigned to her feet. She finishes, grabs her belongings, and walks out. A crowd of dancers surround the bulletin board, jostling to get a look. 
and it starts walking down the hall in the opposite direction. Behind her, she can hear a small commotion. And then, how did you tell me that? She turns to see Veronica, her face flushed with anger. Your idea of a sick joke? What? Fuck you. Veronica storms away. Supergirl stares at Nina, making her very self-conscious. Nina tentatively approaches the bulletin board to see Veronica's outburst was all about. First a few and then more and more girls smile at her. To make room for her as she pushes through, she finally gets to the casting notice. She finds new swine queen. And underneath, Nina Sayers. Stunned, she turns around and faces the mass of ballerinas. She sees Lily eyeing her with a flat expression. She turns to a smile to mask her disappointment. Here the girls start congratulating and hugging Nina. Some more sincerely than others. Nina bursts then through the door and heads directly for one of the stalls. She locks herself in for the privacy and dials the number on her cell phone. She holds it to her ear, anxiously waiting for the person to answer. Hey. Everything's fine. He picked me, mommy. She waits for a response. Did you hear me? Yes. I'm going to be Swan Queen. Nina laughs at her mother's response, but can't help but start crying. I'll be right home, okay? I just wanted to tell you. Nina hangs up, and the tears really start flowing. Dreamt of this for so long, it's almost too much to bear. She wipes the tears off the back of her hand and pulls herself together. She comes out of the stall, horrified to discover a whore written on a mirror in red lipstick. Nina looks around the bathroom to make sure she's alone. She snags a paper towel and wipes it off the insult, smearing the mirror with red streaks. Nina unlocks the door to the apartment. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Okay, so... I wanted to talk about something. So... <clears throat> There's a few uh, scenes in here that are very uh, erotic. I'm not going to read them. Sorry. But there are just as many scenes that are horrific. And as I said, Halloween is coming up. So this is going to get her taste buds a little wet. <laughs> taste a little bit of horror. I don't know why I did that. I apologize. But yes, we're going to be doing a little bit of horror. And then, next week, The Witch. We're really going to dive into horror there. So, continue with Black Swan. And read more of this drama, thriller, bit of horror. And you can see what I'm talking about. Brennan pulls Nina through the fundraiser gala filled with a rich looking patrons, some dancers from the company. Bewildered, Nina takes in her high society surroundings. Getting the occasional curious glance as she passes, Brennan grabs a couple 
champagne glasses off the waiter's tray. He hands glass to Nino with a smile. He downs his a single gulp and grabs another to replace it. Mm. He leads her up a staircase to a landing that overlooks the party. Better be thrown to the wolves. We need their cash, so smile. He smiles as instructed. Ladies and gentlemen, please, your attention. The crowd turns their gaze towards them, all eyes on her, and smiles nervously. None of us will be here without your generous support. So thank you a thousand times over, or hope a million times. Puts his hands together, playfully pleading. Polite laughter. I don't need to tell you about the challenging climate we find ourselves in. I see you wearing more pearls and diamonds. Some dresses here tonight are definitely making a second appearance. More polite laughter. Ballet, like everything else, must adapt to new contexts or it will perish. Of course, some change is sad even when it's necessary. He pauses for effect. At the end of the season, Beth McIntyre will be giving her final farewell performance as Mel Malpony, Malpony, sorry, 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 I don't know, sorry. Malpony, the role she originated in my ballet. People start whispering, stunned by the news. Nina sees Beth in the crowd, giving a sad smile to the surrounding guests, trying to remain dignified. Also, slight little thing, Beth is played by Winona Ryder, <laughs> which you wouldn't really fucking realize <laughs> unless you like look at her you like wait a minute that's from nota writer all right here we go back up back up back up. she'll be greatly missed but she'll always be remembered my little princess mr murmuring nina sees beth quietly sneak out of the crowd out the front door brennan quickly covers but as we better do to one star we welcome another. He looks at Nina. As you know, we open our season with my new version of Swan Lake. Taking the role of our new Swan Queen is the stunning, brilliantly talented Miss Nia Sayers. Restrained applause. Nina steps forward and curtsies. Someone seems to giggle at her. Insecure, Nina glances towards the source and sees Lily. Flirting with a rich gent, uninterested in the official proceedings. Soon you will have the pleasure of seeing her perform. Tonight, we raise a glass. To all of you, to Nina, to Beth, to Beauty. He downs his drink and the crowd follows suit. Party guests surround Nina and Brennan. Trying to meet the company's new star. This is Mr. Goldman and his wife. She shakes Mr. Goldman's hand and curtsies to Mrs. Goldman. They are replaced by another rich husband and wife. Mr. and Mrs. Steinhardt. Nina repeats the pleasantries and then takes a nervous sip of champagne. Brennan leans in close and whispers in ears. 
relax, you're doing fine. In the bathroom. Nina looks at herself in the mirror, taking deep breaths to calm herself. Someone knocks at the door. Just a second. Nina washes her hands, but instead of drying them off, she wipes them on the back of her neck, trying to cool herself. She brings her hands around and rubs the water on her face. She feels something and stops. Looks in the mirror, sees a layer of skin come loose on her cheeks. Worried, she rubs it and a translucent layer peels off. Ugh. Revealing another flab of skin underneath. She grabs hold of that flab, pulls, revealing yet another flab. Like the layers of onion, she panics, quickly pulls off a few more layers in rapid succession. Okay, wait. Now, here is a difference. That, that does not happen. It's actually, in my opinion, a little bit worse. You know, those... Hey nails, you get on your on your on your nail. Hey nails, it's that. It was that. She's peels it off. It's just a bit. It's like a long line. She peels off more and more, and then she washes it off. Gone. More knocking startles her. Come on, I'm about to burst. Nina looks back in the mirror, and now her face looks normal. No skin, pristine. She backs away, opens the door. Lily and her rich gent push in, laughing. Hey, look who it is. Lily quickly closes the door behind him and locks it. Sorry, I don't want anyone to see us. Excuse me. Don't mind him. He's a banker. Wait, he's not in the scene. Again, another difference. He's not in the scene. She is it's just her in the in the bathroom with her. The rich gent makes his way to the toilet, blah blah blah. Again, not in the actual movie, but I'm Lily, by the way. I don't think we've officially met. Lily holds out her hand. Nina limply shakes it. Nina, our new squad? Swan Queen, that's so huge. You must be freaking out. Yeah, I, I should get back. Please don't. He'll start talking about interest rates again. Marks at her. Stay, keep me company. Your turn. That's an old bill. Excuse me. Little miffed, Lily steps out of the way. Nina opens the door and steps out. And she's immediately met by Brennan. Ah, there you are. Lily closes the door behind her. Brennan escorts Nina out. A couple hours later, she's tipsy. She stumbles a bit and grabs onto Brennan. I think I drank too much. All those toasts. You did well. Seriously? They tried to eat you alive, but here you are, in one piece. I guess... I'll get you a cab. Where are you going? Oh, Upper West Side. Why don't you come to my place first? It's on your way. She gives him a coy glance, reading between the lines and hiding her excitement. Or a drink. Unless you've had enough. I can handle another. Good. Let's look for a cab. 
Michael. They turn. They see Mrs. Goldman, the host of the party, standing at the door. May I borrow you for one minute? Let's say hello to Karen Holloway before you disappear. She's from Texas. Correction. She is Texas. I'll be right there. Then, you know. A minute more of ass kissing. Wait here. Runs back inside to say goodbye. And it smiles after him, giddy and anxious. Notices a slender figure watching from the shadows of the adjoining doorway. Obscured by dark, she looks like Nina. Hello? Spotted, the figure backs up, seeming to disappear. Nina cautiously approaches, but can't see anyone. She gets closer to the doorway. Someone jumps out, startling her. It's Beth, drunk and shivering from the cold. Her cheeks streaked with mascara from crying. Beth? What are you doing out here? Beth just stares daggers at her. Look, I can't imagine how you must feel about me. You think I give a shit about you? No, I just... What did you do to get the role? Nothing. I always said you were a frigid little girl. Her words, needle Nina, too close to the truth. So what did you do to make him change his mind? Suck his cock? Some of us don't need to do that. Nina struck a nerve. Beth starts to come at her. You little fucking whore. You fucking little whore. Beth, huh? Um, what's going on? They both turned to see Brennan returned. I need to talk to you. Get drunk. Go home. Don't do that. Don't dismiss me. The princess. Poor, poor little saint princess. Try to hold it together. I'm going to drop by later, okay? Something I want to give you. Come on. Puts his arm around Nina. Starts to lead her away. Spoken of my appreciation. Ignores her. It raises his arm to hail a cab. As they enter the cab, Beth calls after them. Make the most of it, Nina. Through the cab window, Nina looks at Beth and is disturbed by her words. Now we're going to skip. I don't remember this scene. Oh, wait, yeah. Okay, I actually do remember the scene now. Because this does set up. Next scene. This is where she goes home to uh, make herself become a woman because she never had sex and never even did the thing, the deed. Uh, I don't. What, what would it be? What? Is, what's the female version of that? The male version of it be jerking off, beating your meat. I I I I don't feel comfortable saying saying that right now. I don't know why. But the female version of that. Oh, I know, I know, I know. 
I apologize. Flicking the bean. <laughs> I apologize. Is this not it? No, this is not it. Okay, no, this is still night. Where mother scolds her. This is where she does it. <laughs> she does it in her mom's in a chair right next to her. Like, oh god. Of course, we're going to get to the big scene everyone knows with Mila Kunas. Please, Lily. I'm going to do this scene because it shows her outcry, rebellion. This is her trying to become an adult. She's like a, like a teenager trying to rebel against her parents. Parent. So, yeah, let's read this scene. Nina and Erica eat dinner. Nina wears a loose sweatshirt, hiding her body. Tried anything with you? Nina doesn't respond, just downs a few vitamins and starts in on her meal. Vegetables and rice. He has a reputation. Nina tries to ignore her. I right to be concerned, Nina. Staying late so many nights, rehearsing? Hope he's not taking advantage, that's all. He's not. Good. I don't want you making the same mistake I did. Right. Not like that, sweetheart. I just mean as far as my career was concerned. What career? The one I gave up to have you. You were 28. So, it's still in the corpse. Nina scoffs and shakes her head. How's your shoulder? My shoulder's fine. Leave me alone. Yes. Erica stands up and starts towards her. He instinctively shoots up from the table. What's gotten into you? Nothing. Let me see. No. Let me see. Erica descends on her. Get away! Take off your shirt. Stop it. The doorbell startles them both. Are you expecting someone? Alright, let's, uh, let's talk about why she's... She has a rash on her shoulder, so, yeah. Erica looks at Nina questioningly. Nina shrugs. Nina, Erica goes to the door and cracks it open, keeping the chain engaged. Can I help you? I'm sorry, she's not in. Erica shuts the door. Nina rushes out to see who it was. Who was it? Erica doesn't answer. Irritated, Nina walks around Erica, quickly opens the door to find out. It's no one. Nina sees a ballerina walking away from the door. Hello? Lily turns. Her hair has been subtly restyled. Looking more like Nina's. Nina takes the inadvertent step back, unsettled. Hey. What are you doing here? Nina steps out of her apartment and closes the door. I wanted to apologize. You're right. None of my business. I shouldn't talk to them about you. Erica opens the door and sticks her head out. Sweetheart, 
Give me a sec, mom. Your dinner. Mom, please. Check closes the door. He's a trip. How did you know where I live? I have my ways. You know, looks at her darkly. Relax, I got it from Susie in the office. Could have told me tomorrow. I know, but I felt shitty, so I came now. Okay then. Can I make it up to you? Take you out to dinner or something? I don't think. A drink? He is tempted. Erica pokes her head out again. Sweetie, you need to rest. Jesus. Wait. Nina walks to the door, grabs her coat. What are you doing? I'm going out. Erica grabs onto it. It's late. Nina tries to yank the coat free, but Erica holds on tight. Nina yanks hard and whips that out of her grasp. Nina! Nina ignores her and shuts the door. Let's go. Yeah, we could skip this. This scene is Lily taking Nina out for dates. Sebastian Stan is actually in this scene. <laughs> so they go meet guys doing drugs. Drinking and doing drugs. Yeah, again with the rebellious. Here we go, right here. Nina quietly opens the front door. Lily giggles. Nina shushes her. They tiptoe inside. Nina eases the door shut. Lily taps on her, taps her on the shoulder, points toward the hallway. Erica emerges from the darkness, approaching them slowly, distraught. Do you have any idea what time it is? Mm-hmm. Late? Where have you been? To the moon and back? You've been drinking. Ding, ding, ding! Lily snickers. Nina tries to keep a straight face, bends up laughing. What else? Huh? What else have you been doing? Nina just smiles coyly. Erica grabs Nina's wrists. Let's get you to bed. You want to know their names? You need to sleep it off. We're two. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Quiet, Nina. And fuck both of them. Shut your mouth! Erica violently jams her fingers over Nina's lips, trying to silence her. Nina glares at her. Erica pulls her hand away. Guilty. Come on. Stay away from me. Nina runs into her room, slams the door. Now, if you would notice, they stopped mentioning Lily. Lily is not in the scene. That's because he's imagining Lily. Lily is not there. And here's more apparent. It's more apparent. Because now, Lily's in the room. She hooks her eye to the new latch. Backs Lily away. Preparing for the storm. How did Lily get in the room? Don't come in here. Erica tries to open the door, but the latch catches. She peers her eye through the crack. What's this? Erica tries the door more. Erica tries the door more fervently. Fervently. Oh, sorry. As you know, we're back. <laughs> I fuck it up words again. But the latch holds. You put on a lock? 
It's called privacy. Nina, open this right this second. I'm not fucking 12 years old anymore. You're not my Nina right now. Leave me alone. Nina shoves the door shut, relocks it. Erica's footsteps retreat, followed by the slam of her bedroom door. Nina's worked up, breathing hard. Whoa. Nina grabs Lily and kisses her, revved up from the confrontation. Lily responds with equal force. They claw at each other, passionate exceeding coordination. Lily pulls Nina's shirt off and throws her onto the bed. She straddles Nina, who looks up at her carnivorously. 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 Sorry, I apologize. Lily takes her own top off, plunges down, and kisses Nina. Nina flips Lily over, becoming the dominant one. Lily scratches Nina's back over some of the rash. There's subtle movement underneath the skin. Little pinpricks push up with the flesh, trailing behind her hand. Self-conscious, Nina grabs Lily's hands and holds her wrist down. Ooh. Bites her neck. Lily smiles, likes the violence. He digs her nails into Nina's hands. Then Lily gets back on top of Nina. The dark wing tattoos on her shoulders Undulate it spread out. She kisses down Nina's body further and further. Lily starts to go down on Nina. Nervous, Nina whimpers, glances down to see the double. Tries to pull away, but Lily shushes her. Nina calms back down, seeing it as her. Takes breath as it comes. Bumps shoot up all over her skin as her breath quickens. She closes her eyes as the sensation to invade her body and climaxes. Breathes way back down to earth. Slowly her eyes open. She rolls over towards Lily, but Lily is gone. Instead, her double hovers over her. Sweet girl. She smashes the pillow over Nina's face. Next morning, Nina lies alone in bed, the sheets and comforter in disarray. She sits up, clutches her head in pain. She looks around, and there's no sign of Lily or the double. Her eyes drift to the alarm clock, 9.36. Shit, she snaps out of bed. Disheveled, Nina races towards the front door. She sees Erica brooding at the kitchen table, watching her. Why didn't you wake me? Erica just stares at her, devastated. I'm moving out. Nina whips out the front door and leaves her. Nina races. She hears muffled black swan music playing. The rehearsal clearly in progress. My music. She runs to the closed doors of the rehearsal space. Looks through the rectangular window. Sees another girl dancing. The girl spins and Nina sees her face. It's Lily. She looks on in horror. She tries to open the door. But it's locked. She tugs violently. Finally, a corpse dancer opens the door, holds up her finger over her mouth. Quiet, Nina. Nina pushes past her. Makes a beeline for Brennan, looking beyond apologetic. Dancers and piano players stop at the interruption. Keep going. Let's finish the section. Piano music resumes, so the dancers pick up where they left off. Nina meets Lily's eyes. She 
makes a sorry face, but then continues dancing. Nina is forced to watch from the sidelines as Lily and David finish Black Swan's Pas de Dukes. The other dancers politely clap. David whispers something into Lily's ear. She pulls back, laughing flirtatiously. They look to Brennan to get his feedback. Very good. He turns to Nina. His smile fades. Get warmed up. Company take 10. Brennan walks towards Nina. Michael, he walks straight past and out of the room, ignoring her. Nina makes a beeline for the bear, glanced at some of the dancers. Lily approaches, pulling out the practice tutu. Hey, sorry. Nina snatches it, avoiding eye contact. She puts it on. Who wanted, who wanted to go through the spacing? Ask me to step in. Nina starts stretching. I overslept. Oops. She had a good time, right? Nina doesn't answer. Hello? You put something in my drink. Yeah. Took off this morning. Morning? You have some kind of lazy wet dream? Alright, there was more to that, but um, I forgot exactly what she said, but there was more to that. He's confused. Listen, I went home with Tom. We looked for you, but you must have taken off early. Liar! Other dancers look over. Nina goes back to the bar, resumes stretching. Lily walks off. Nina slowly enters Beth's room, reigns on the threshold. Beth sits in a wheelchair, her legs jutting out in front of her, facing towards the window. Nina thinks about leaving, but gets nerve, walks further in. Beth? Glances at her. Oh, it's me, Nina. Oh, this is different. This is different. Beth looks away, continues filing her nails with Emery board. She's not doing that, see? I know you must hate me, but I just want to say I'm sorry. Nina sits on the bed. I'm so sorry if I made you feel this way. It's happening to me now. Beth ignores her. Nina can't help but get it all out. What are you doing here? I'm so sorry. Oh, there it is. I'm so sorry. I don't know how it feels now. Yep, yeah, very different. That's giggling. I'm still trying to be perfect like you. The, the double starts stabbing herself in the face with the sharp emery board, turn to flesh. Nina grabs the devil's hand, struggle to restrain her. Pop it, don't. Three boys slice into Nina's arm. Freak. Nina flees. Very different. Banks into an empty stretcher in the hallway, calls some clamor. Oldenus looks up and runs into the open elevator. It's ground floor, button, hides at the corner. Door is closed. She looks down and sees that in one of her in one hand she holds the bloody emery board.
What? Where is it? Where is it? He drops it. Disgusting. See? Alright, so this is very different than the actual scene. They condensed it. Very good, actually. I love that. I love it when you can condense a scene and make it make it much more uh much more condensed. You can uh speed things up, tell more just one. It's also foreshadowing, but Alright, let's see. What is next? What is next for this? I think we're just gonna head to the end. Nina, Nina frantically makes her way down the bustling hallway. Chaotic with dances, excitement in the air. She nears the soloist dressing room. Just outside of it, she spots a group of dancers excitedly chatting around a smiling Lily. Nina stops and attracts. Nina, Lily glances in her direction. Her smile quickly fades into a sneer. What the fuck are you doing here? The other girls follow her gaze towards Nina. The smile turns into confusion. Brenna, Nina? She turns to find that Brenna has approached from behind her. I thought you were sick. Lily, give us a minute. Brennan, Brennan pulls Nina towards her room. Lily glares at Nina as she passes. Brennan closes the door behind him. He looks at Nina, wheel spinning. He says, what the fuck is going on? Are you okay? I'm fine. He goes to her, her wardrobe. I have two costumes hanging. One for the white swan, one for the black swan. Mother said you couldn't do it. You know her overreacting as usual. Nina. She doesn't heed him, pulls out the white swan leotard and sets it on the chair. Nina! What? I already asked Lily. No! You weren't fucking here. Have you announced it? He hasn't. After Beth, do you need more controversy? Bren smirks at his directness. I'm here. I could do it. He looks at her, considering. I'm ready. Brennan still has a gun. Still isn't convinced. If you fuck this up, I won't. Pause before he makes up his mind. He gives her a reluctant nod. Thank you. Remember, dances now lives only in the present. Three hours will be over. Gone. Nothing. But right now, everything is possible. Each moment can be perfect. Allow yourself to get lost in it. Takes one last look at her and leaves. Takes a breath and relieved. Curious, she cracks open the door and peeks outside. Running his pull, Lily down the corridor to break the news. Lily takes off, furious. Nina quickly moves through the mirrored hallway, desperately seeking refuge in a dressing room. That's not in there. Hold on. None of this. This part is not in here, which is good because this sets up for next scene. This kind of ruins the next scene if that was already in there. The dressing room closes the door behind her, ready to cry. Hey, looks up and finds the double casually sitting in the edge of her vanity, of her vanity, 
wearing the black swan costume. Get out of here. The double faces her. She's now Lily. Rough start, huh? Pretty humiliating. Get out. Wow. Rude. Lily coyly smiles. Gets off the counter. Worried about the next act. Not sure you're feeling up to it. Stop. Just stop. How about... I dance the black swan for you. No. Lily looks back at Nina. Now turn into the double. My turn. Don't. Double just laughs at her. Nina's fury rises up from the inside. Leave me alone! She charges double. They crash into the wall-length mirror, shattering it. Shards fall everywhere. Lily flips Nina over, wails on her, punch after punch. Nina does her best to block the onslaught. They scuffle, knocking things over, bumping into walls. The double gets her hands around Nina's neck. Nina tries to pull the hands free, but she's too strong. Lily squeezes down. She wasn't good enough. She couldn't handle the spotlight. Nina's neck starts to stretch, her eyes bulge, running out of oxygen. Her hands frankly scramble along the surface of the vanity. What they say. They'll forget all about you. Nina's fingers find the edge of a mirror shard but can't grasp it. They stretch. Pick it up. Nina looks at Lily, her eyes red and black. Those of a swan. She drives a shard into her stomach. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It doesn't mention that Nina's, the real Nina, her neck stretches long like a swan. Yeah, whatever. Um, drives, a, drives a shard into her stomach. Stunned, Lily looks down. She touches the wound, sees blood on her fingers. Nina, it's my turn. The double looks up at Nina, smiles. Coughs up blood and collapses onto the floor. Nina stares down at her, breathing heavily. High on adrenaline. Her eyes slowly turn from black back into their normal human color. Knock at the door. Black Swan places in five. Nina drags the stiffened body into the wardrobe closet. Nina zips up the back to the Black Swan costume. She deliberately applies a Black Swan makeup. Dark eye shadow. Rouge. Maroon lipstick. Dressed in black, wearing the dark makeup of a black swan. She looks fierce. Nina exits her dressing room. She takes slowly, steadily, steady steps towards the wings. She sees Veronica and Kalina whisper to each other, snicker as she passes, but she presses on, unaffected. She stands in wings, act three already in progress on stage. She closes her eyes. Deep breath. Focusing herself, David comes up behind her. About to fall. I'm sorry. It was a... Shh. The arrives, she bursts into... Stage, that's the black swan. She opens her eyes. They turn back into red and black eyes. They lock on to David. She looks powerful and tense. She moves towards him. His face shows his surprise. Nina dances to Pas de Douce with him. Exits to wings and hand in hand.
And they're finished? What's happened to you? He doesn't have enough air in her lungs to respond. He backs off, not wanting to mess with her focus. Alone, she looks at her arms. She sees black points trying to push through again. Some fully emerge as shiny black feathers. She watches them, not panicking, but accepting the transformation taking place, even beckoning it. Her second entrance cue is played. She leaps back on. It's time for the coda. Great movie. She takes a brief pause. Closing her eyes once more, then completely lets herself go. She spins with veracity. More black feathers burst out from her shoulders and back. At last, she truly embodies the black swan. He finishes the coda, punctuating her last spin with a sharp that echoes through the theater. The audience looks on, mesmerized. Too stunned to clap at first. Nina looks down at the stage, her face glazed with sweat. Under normal, no feathers, no more eyes, a woman. Fine looks up at the audience, they erupt into a standing ovation. Nina walks to the front of the stage, takes her bow. Nina looks up at the mass of bodies filing, filling the auditorium, vibrating with applause. Proud, Nina smiles. And bows, bows again. Again and again. She finally runs off stage. The applause still going strong. Nina enters the wings. Other dancers cheer loudly. She pushes past all the smiling faces. It feels very surreal. He's burning clapping and shaking his head. Blown away. Get back out there. Get back. He stops his mouth with a kiss. The kind of kiss that you can't stop. Not desperate. But adamant. The other dancers back away. Finally, he just engages, staring at him in the eyes before he could say anything. She turns and leaves him without another look. He's stunned like he's been run over by a truck. She walks towards the dressing room, a satisfied smile on her face. Hallway mirror, just a mirror. No unruly reflections. Gets to her room and her smile fades. Remember what's inside. She opens the door, makes sure nobody's looking, and just quickly. Closes the door behind her, locks it. Turns to see the broken glass all over the floor. She eyes closed wardrobe, a pool of blood drips out under the door. She picks up the towel and lays it over the blood. She starts to undress. Back in a white swan costume, she reapplies the makeup. She hurries, sees that her hands are shaking. Stares at him, reality of what she's done starting to sink in. There's a knock at the door. She looks towards it, her face only halfway made up. One second. Goes to the door, opens it just a crack. Peeks through and finds Lily looking back at her. Hey, you are amazing. Nina's petrified. Seriously, I'm sorry things got so fucked up between us. Anyway, Michael asked me to tell you that, so yeah, I am. Nina barely manages a nod. Okay, well, uh, I'll let you finish. Ready? Lily turns and walks away, panic setting in. Nina swiftly shuts the door. She turns around, stares at the wardrobe. She cautiously walks towards it. 
its face repeated countlessly in all the reflective shards. She lifts up the towel from the ground and looks at it. It's clean. No blood. Looks down on the floor. No blood there either. Worried, she slowly opens the door to a wardrobe, finds it empty. No body whatsoever. She looks over at the broken mirror, sees a reflection staring back at her. She stares at it for a long beat and realizes something. She touches her stomach, winces a little bit, pulls back her hand, coated with red liquid. Blood! You get that reference. Shout out to you, you old bitch. <laughs> it started to soak through the costume, creating a faint red spot. The fabric is ripped at the center of the stain. She takes it off to confirm her fear. She covers a stab wound in her own stomach. She feels inside and pulls out the sharp tip of a mirror, still stuck inside. Blood begins flowing more rapidly. She drops the mirror. Writes one and five. In a daze. And it zips the costume back up. She sits down the vanity. And is supplying the rest of the white swan's makeup. On stage. You know, dance is the final. Hard to do. It's the white swan losing blood by the second. Everything is woozy and blurry. She can't do all the stats, but her performance is pained, making it somehow poignant. David leans close. You okay? She's silent. Her expression is serene. Even as a spot of red begins to soak through the center of her costume, the music turns ominous. And Von Rothbart, the evil sorcerer, comes onto the stage. Nina dances away from him, back upstage, towards the cliff. It's time for her final leap. Energy fading. Tears up on the stairs of the set. One step at a time. She gets to the top. Take one last look around. At all the eyes watching her. You notices a familiar face in the audience. Her mother. She watches with profound sadness. Tears streaking her cheeks. In front of her costume. A dark circle. Started to form. Her blood fully seeping through. And Nina leaps. Nina falls through space. Her eyes closed. Falling through an endless void. She slowly twists around in the air. As she's falling backwards. You hear something soft. And muddled. Faint sound. Of applause, she lands slowly and comfortably on a padding place behind the scenery. The sound of applause is now loud, uproarious. A group of ballerinas surround the mattress, clapping for her, each one dressed as the white swan. Brennan pushes through the group to get to her. That was perfect! Like the fucking world took over. Listen to them. Get up! Get up! Lena's too weak to move. I could. Good. You're fucking transcended. I never seen dancing like that. You saved us. You fucking saved us. I go take your bow. They're waiting for you. 
I always knew you had it in you, my little princess. What? They love you. Lily pushes her way into the group and gasps, pointing at Nina's abdomen. And follows her gaze and discovers a spot of blood, which has grown in size. Looks back at her, sees the life almost gone. What happened? What did you call me? Nina searches the faces surrounding her. Finds Lily, her face frozen with terror. Someone get help! What did you call me? Brenna shows her face. What have we done, my little princess? My little princess. Nina smiles. The applause grows more and more faint. Her eyes glaze over and everything goes completely silent. Nina lies there, motionless. A smile frozen on her face. And we cut to black. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Black Swan. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We are back. We finished it. We read Black Swan. And I think that we got a very short episode today. See, I did get to condense it a little bit exactly how I want it. I feel like I'm singing again, am I? <laughs> yes, I am. I have no idea why my chair does that, but yes, we're singing. Where did my music stop? <laughs> Why did my music stop? Whatever. Hey, wow, what a film. If you guys haven't actually seen the film, go check it out. It is a fantastic one. It's a great film. Oh, it's much more uh, dramatic and fucked up when you watch it than you just hear me read it. But as you can see, as I have read it, you know that this is a fucking great film. This is written very well. Now, it's not one of the best, but yes, it is very much up there. It is a fantastically written film. And I'm glad I get to do it again. I'm, I'm very happy to be back with Rescribed. And um, I, I informed you all earlier why. And thankfully, writers can continue to make amazing work like this and even better work we'll see what they come up with soon hopefully we'll see what Darren Aronofsky comes up with soon maybe Natalie Portman she'll probably show back up in more films I believe she is in a film at the New York Film Festival right now I think right I think it's going on right now uh, I could be wrong but yes I cannot wait to see more from everyone and um I not wait to do more rescribed as i said we're probably gonna do the witch next because i am seeing the witch next wednesday in theaters a24 you're you guys are great you guys actually paid your writers and actors fairly yes i'm going to see that can't wait to rewatch that again and then read the script on stream with you guys much like this. I hope this new format was not too um, jarring, wasn't too boring. Obviously, when I upload this to the Spotify, Apple Music, and all that, and the eventual video, it will be much more cleaner. I'm going to cut out the dead air, scrolling, 
it's gonna be a lot better. But thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out. As always, you can come find me in the description. You can find out how to support SG. The I was gonna say SGA. No, I'm mixing SAG after and WGA. WGA strike is over. Hopefully the SAG strike will be over and they get what they deserve. But we'll have to f find that out next week. There's ways to support them. And there's ways to follow me on Instagram, Letterboxd, and all that. But I'll let you do that. And you can decide what you want to do. And uh, hopefully I'll see you guys next time for Rescribed the witch i'm out and i'll see you guys when i see you peace